0: Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Strictly anonymous podcast. Conversations with online. Replace ads online.
1: Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond.
0: You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't
2: not do it. The temptation is just too much.
1: Real problem. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And
0: anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably
1: the only good advice I'll ever give you is to re-hide your whips and chains.
0: Here are your hosts,
1: Kathy Kaye and Tommy. Hey, welcome to Sticklead on This Podcast with Kathy. You want to follow the Strictly Anonymous podcast on Twitter, follow the show at Strict Anonymous or follow me at Cartoon Therapy. If you want to be on the show, send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. This is uh, a call and advice show uh, where I talk to people who remain strictly anonymous. So if you want to call up and talk to me and get some advice or just talk about a secret life that you have or just reveal an interesting lifestyle that you live, to my listeners, uh, that'd be great. I'd love to have you on the show. Send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcast at com. If you could write a review for the show, that'd be really great. Write a review. For some reason, tons of people call have been emailing me to be on the show. Other people email me to give me their two cents about the show, which I also talk about on my intro. I always love to hear from listeners. So you could send me an email at strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. But I always talk about writing reviews and barely anybody write reviews. And I think it's probably because of the topics of my show. Maybe people don't want to put their name in the review because a lot of what happens when you want to do it on iTunes, right? You put in your iTunes account and then it shows your name. So I totally get it. But If you could do it and you have a name that doesn't really show anything or it's not going to show your name, write me a review because reviews really help the show and I need them. So what else? Um, I'm just going to get right into who's on the call today. I have on Craigslist Phil. Now Craigslist Phil has been on the show before. One of the the first, actually the first time he was on the show, I think his idol is craigslist fell i don't na- know the exact number um but he was on the show in the past and it, it was one of my favorite episodes craigslist fell was a fascinating to me because he was like this christian guy he's pretty religious who uh, was married to a woman who is very religious and totally not into sex so he just went on to craigslist and started hitting up women on there to do all kinds of interesting things with them Um, but because he wasn't having actual sex with them he figured he wasn't really cheating that's what he believes listen to the first podcast it's fascinating Uh, the stuff that he would do on Craigslist with women was fascinating too we talk a little bit about his history on this call because I assume that a lot of people haven't listened to the first one Um, but then we get into what he's doing now And which is having sex with women. That was the thing that he felt like, you know, he he had never crossed that line, but he crossed that line and he wrote to me and said, hey, I want to come back on the show because I have this uh, update. He finally is like actually having real sex with women and like I said, he calls in to talk all about it. So that's the update on Craigslist Phil. So we're going to I'm just gonna. (laughs) We're gonna. I'm really bad with grammar sometimes. I don't know if you notice. I'm sure you do. Anyway, so I'm gonna be right back on with Craigslist Fell.
0: Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone? To anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictly anonymous at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is strictly anonymous. Strictly anonymous.
1: Hey Craigslist Phil, how you doing? Long time no I'm good. No talk.
2: <laughs> yeah, it has been a while. Hi, Kathy.
1: Yeah, hi. I feel like I mean, have you been on more than once before? Or is this like your third time?
2: This is my third time, actually. I think I came back on the second time and talked with uh, a cousin or a friend of yours. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. No, that was my cousin. (laughs) And then the first time we had, I had my co-host, Tommy, right? Right. Right. That was one of my favorite episodes. I thought, like, uh, it was really good. But anyway, I don't have a co-host. It's just me and you on the call. Um, For people that don't. Know you because they haven't listened back, you know, that far. You were a guy that's married, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I have a good memory, so I should be right. <laughs> um, you were a guy who was married to a woman who was kind of vanilla in her sex life, right? And you had very, very okay, very right. She was Christian, right? And you were too, like, you guys have a deep, right. like yeah. religious sort of belief that keeps you from. It was That's what was interesting about you. You were on Craigslist looking for women and you did all these kind of crazy things with women as far as I was concerned, right? Yet you would never screw them, like have actual sex with them because that to you was where you crossed the line and that was cheating, right? But you did do stuff like you would, like it started out with like um, first you exchanged videos with other couples, right? And it was just like a virtual thing. And then it sort of got to a point where you were meeting women and having, giving them massages, right? Naked massages. Right, yeah, it
3: was,
2: right, nude erotic massages and fingering and toys and that kind of stuff.
1: Exactly, but because you never even got blowjobs either, right? You didn't get blowjobs either?
2: Right, not for a long time. Right, you didn't uh, get black. I got my first.
1: One recently. Yeah,
2: I think I told you about that on the second oh. call I was on. I I got my first blowjob. Um, oh, okay. Uh, traveling <laughs> on business. Right. So you like started year. dipping
1: your toe in, like because at first it was kind of like you would massage a totally naked girl, you would finger her, you would do all that kind of stuff. But to you, and I've had other people on the show, like everyone's definition of like what cheating is and where they draw the line is very different, and so that's always like one of the most interesting things to me. Yours was, I'll massage a woman totally naked, finger her, all that stuff. But as long as she doesn't, you know, do anything to my dick, right? It's not cheating.
2: Well, that's an interesting line because I would sort of tell myself that in my head. But on the other hand, if they wanted to touch me or do something to me, I wouldn't stop them. Mm -hmm. So there were a few times I got hand jobs and stuff like that, which was great. But I, you know, my goal in my mind was, you know, don't cross that sex line.
1: Right. No sex. But now, and then you got a blow job, right? But now it's been a long time since that other call. A long time went by. Right. I don't know what you've been doing, but you'll fill us in. But you eventually recently have had sex. So you did cross that line and you're going to fill us in.
3: Okay. So,
2: yeah. So it has been a while and I did cross the line. And uh, I didn't intend to do it. It was kind of an accidental thing with the the (laughs) blowjob, you know, which I told you guys about last time. So then moving past that, Mm -hmm. um, I think some of those experiences just kind of built up a threshold that, you know, the more stuff I did, the more comfortable I got with it. Mm -hmm. And that just escalated a little bit. Mm -hmm. So I got to a point where I hadn't done anything in a while. I stopped traveling for my job. And um, ended up getting into a really frustrated, sexually frustrated position. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, I guess I, I kind of digressed into your typical um, desperate guy, right? So I, I decided uh, passively mm-hmm. <laughs> to look around and see if I could find somebody. And I had looked for a long time for like a friends with benefits kind of thing, or. Maybe a couple who would let me join them for a threesome or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I could never find anybody local. The people I found were always in a different state, too far away. You know, really not a good option.
1: But let me ask you and this. For uh, a while, though, wasn't it that you weren't doing anything locally because you didn't want to get busted, but you were, like, so frustrated that you decided to sort of do that? Is, was, is that the deal? Or did it you always part do, of it. I, do, do local stuff?
2: No, I could never really find anybody local. It was oh, always okay. stuff when I was traveling for my job.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, up until okay. last year. Okay, cool. So go on. Sorry. Um,
2: and, and and part of that was, you know, because I was traveling in the New York area. There was a lot more option.
3: Oh, uh, right. You know, I found
2: swingers clubs and couples and stuff really easily, uh-huh. relatively speaking. So that was um, part of the reason why that happened. But around home, no, I couldn't really find anybody locally. There was one couple that I talked about on the first episode where I was on and, uh, they moved out of this, out of the area. Mm-hmm. So I kind of lost them as an option and I never did actually have sex with the life of that couple. It was more just erotic play
3: mm-hmm. at that
2: point. So,
1: okay. And you're still and then, married. Uh,
3: so
2: fast, yes.
1: Right. You're still married and your girl is still very, very vanilla and she hasn't caught you yet. So now fast forward.
2: Yep. So fast forward, I'm in this desperate state. Um, decided I'm going to start looking online to see, you know, I had done a little bit of reading, uh, kind of looking at some options and what people recommend for my situation. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I read was that somebody said, well, why don't you hire an escort? Because these people are paid professionals in a sense. You know, they, mm-hmm. they get this all the time. The desperate guy neglected at home. They know what to do with you.
3: Did it, was was
1: I the person really that told you that? That would have been my advice. <laughs> I
3: don't
2: remember
1: <laughs> okay. I don't
2: remember if that's something you told me or if it's something I read online. It's okay, cool. Long ago. Mm-hmm. So I figured, you know what, that makes pretty good sense. Mm-hmm. And maybe that should be the way that I go about this. You know, there's stuff I want to experience that I've never gotten to experience.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And, you know, maybe I should just pay someone and have an experience. And so that's kind of what I decided. I was super nervous. My throat was in my chest. I was... Just really a lot of anxiety about it.
1: Wait, let me talk, walk um, me through like how you, where you found her, how much you paid, and how that process like, did did you go to like one of the high end websites where like the people post ads? Did you go on Craigslist for like a, you know, a hundred dollar hooker? Like, what did you, what were you shopping for?
2: (laughs) So, my my normal method would be Craigslist. the thing with that is it takes a lot of patience and a lot of posts and a lot of responses,
3: mm-hmm. and
2: uh, oftentimes you don't get a
3: reply.
1: Yeah, but if you're so looking for a hooker, like an escort, you're not really, you're you're emailing them, right? You're not sort of posting that Correct. you're looking for someone, right? Okay, so where do you go looking?
2: Right, so, so I, instead of Craigslist, I found Backpage, which is mm-hmm. kind of like a a minor competitor of Craigslist. Yeah. And um, they have a lot of escort ads on Backpage. They do not have a lot on Craigslist. They do have some,
3: Mm -hmm.
2: but they're not usually very good. I once by the... Backpage are paying.
1: No, this is, I used to pay to advertise my podcast on Backpage as well. And I got to tell you, I know that there's so many escorts on there. I found a guy, um, a couple guys actually from my ad on there. I didn't get that much, but I actually got a woman once who really wanted oh, to good. be on the show. No, she was but what she was, this is why I know there's a lot of escorts in there. She was a madam. She ran uh like a high end escort service and she wanted to come on uh-huh. and talk all about it. It was like striking gold. I thought it would be so great. And it turned out that her partner at the end of the day just didn't want to do it, was very anti it oh, or whatever. No. Yeah, I was pretty bummed out because it would have been a great call. So anyway, but yeah, so a bummer. yeah, that's I where I would you, love to
3: have heard that episode. Me too. So
1: that's where you go to find your escort so you went to Backpage and like were the were they, let me ask you this were the pictures of the girls like pretty legit like did you go by the picture is that how you chose it
3: your I girl I do
2: look at the picture mm-hmm. because I, I do prefer like a more slender body type I'm not mm-hmm. into the BBW kind of thing which mm-hmm. is, there's a lot of that
3: mm-hmm.
2: so I do I use that as my first filter so I find pictures of a girl that I think is attractive and you know, that could be anywhere from an average kind of body type to a petite, slim kind of slender body shape. And mm-hmm. that, that's kind of what I find attractive. Right. So that's – then I find the pictures. I bring up – I'm such a uh, browser whore. I bring up all kinds of tabs and have to look through stuff. It takes me forever to do any kind of, like, research and
1: look Even for an escort kind of <laughs> when you're horny. <laughs>
2: right. Mm -hmm. Exactly, because I wanted to see. The thing is, I'm not. It's not just that I'm desperate and I want to get off. Mm
3: -hmm. The
2: issue is that there's stuff I want to experience and things that I want to do, and pleasure I want to give. It's not just what I want to get. It's what I want to give, and that's what's missing for me. Usually, is I I don't have that option to give someone.
3: Oh right, your wife won't
1: even let you go down on her, right?
2: Not usually. So you know, I end up in a position of. Great frustration because I'm sort of like the sex nerd who just really wants to drive somebody wild all night long, and I've never been able to do that.
1: I think a lot, I don't think that that's like a sex nerd kind of thing. I think that's a lot of guys, I mean you definitely get a lot of guys that are just just totally selfish and they're thinking about themselves but I think most guys have a a, a healthy ego about it and they do really want to please a woman and they love going down and that's like the best way to have like total control over a girl right you could drive her fucking crazy. It's very rare that you find a woman that's like no thanks you know. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Which I remember that about your girl it was very bizarre.
2: Yeah it is weird and I don't really know how to explain it, other than you know she's just very inhibited and controlling and selfish, and it's her way or the highway, so I don't really have too much choice.
3: Mm-hmm. I don't
2: pressure her. I don't give her any consequences to do what I would prefer her do. Yeah, it so, wouldn't work anyway. I've you know, had other exactly guys on the show.
3: Her.
1: Yeah, but I've had other guys on the show that have told their girls, like, you know, listen, I'm going to go. And they still don't, ch- you know, so what are you supposed to do at that point? You don't want to leave her, right? You want to stay married. I've, I've talked to right. many men in this situation, so You know, so you hire an escort. So who did you wind up choosing? How much did you pay for her?
2: Okay, so this this first one, um, because I've done this a couple of times, and I'll I'll explain that.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: But the first one that I ended up meeting um, was, I believe, $120. Wow,
1: that's cheap. For full-on sex?
2: it... Yep, and uh, it, it is cheap, and I realized that after looking at the pricing on some of the other ads that I've seen.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: I know that, like, some of the really high-end escort services are hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of dollars for whatever you're looking for. So I got a good deal. Uh, you know, I, I found someone who was attractive, and the price was decent for trying this out because I wasn't even sure if I'd get there and be able to go through with it. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I would, Mm -hmm. but I didn't know until I was actually in that experience. Right. So um, I show up, and the address she gave was the door over from where she really was, I guess for her own protection. I think she was sort of new Mm
3: -hmm. to the
2: whole escort thing. And um, so I walk in, and she's really cute. She has long, black, straight, beautiful, shiny hair, great skin, very petite, very slender. Um, She had very nice breasts, probably like a, a 34 B or C, something like that. Mm-hmm. She um, she had a great body. She made me very comfortable. We talked. She reassured me everything was going to be okay. I told her my situation, and uh, she was very sympathetic and and seemed like she really wanted to help. She was talking to me in very sensual terms and trying to make me feel masculine and you know kept saying things like you know you need to be treated like a man and taken care of and you know let me help you and all this stuff. So that was really nice because I've never been talked to like that before. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and that's a part of like you know, what you life, said before is what you're paying for. Like you want that. Like you really need that as well as just the, you know, getting off.
2: Right, because I want to feel, feel wanted and desired. Mm-hmm. I want to be enjoyed, and I don't want it to just be me using somebody. I want it mm-hmm. to be, you know, a mutually enjoyable experience. Mm-hmm. So now, I, now don't get me wrong. I understand that these people are being paid to do this act.
1: But no, that's a part of your fantasy. That you that's you just in. it's just a part of a fantasy, right? And that's what you want. And I totally get that, so what? right?
2: I don't really
3: want it to be a fantasy, though. I want it to be real. No, no, so no. I know, but that's, the, that's
1: your fa- your fantasy is that it's real. It could be real. I don't know. Right. I'm not in that girl's head. Do you know what I mean? But your fantasy yeah, is that you sure. want to meet this woman, you want to pay for her, but you want her to actually really like you and really enjoy you. And who knows that she 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 could have like I'm sure plenty of these girls that get into it like sex. And if you're attractive and she has chemistry, why wouldn't oh, sure. she? get into it you know what i mean you don't i don't know so anyway so go on and
3: i
2: think she did and Uh and and i think she did and that that made me feel pretty good so it started out she had me take off my clothes and she took off her clothes i laid down on the floor she had kind of like a a, i think she just moved into this house there wasn't really any furniture in the bedroom she had like a Blanket laid out on the floor, so she had me lay down.
1: No, no, no. I they they rent out. these. They, these are places where they rent. I don't think that they live at these. I don't think they they let you yeah, come that's to their probably houses. Right? Ray, yeah, I don't think so. Sure. Mm-hmm.
2: So she got out. She got out a condom and started to put it on me and started to suck my cock, which again I am kind of inexperienced with. So that was really nice. She said she wanted to practice her deep throating skills on me, mm-hmm. and she did. <laughs> that's and nice. I, you know to. to to be honest, though, I wasn't really into that.
1: And a lot of guys are. It right. may
2: sound surprising. No, no,
1: no. That's a that's but a, I just
2: mm-hmm. that's normal.
1: Good news. Strictly anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. That's strictly anonymous podcast The website and the email address will all be in the description. Yeah, I was always surprised because I could never really deep throat and I always felt like inadequate and thought, oh, like I could give it even a better blowjob if I could just deep throat. And guys are like, no, like most guys that I know could care less about that. A good blowjob is never about That's deep so throating; It's about all these other things. Yeah, it's very common. From, and I have a lot of guy friends. You know, and we talk okay. about well, I'm like a know. guy with weird. that. no, 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 you're not weird at all. I always okay. thought like so. you, I always thought like you that that would be like the ultimate thing you could do with a guy. And I was like, I want to be able to do that. I can't. And uh, turns sure. out it's not that big of a deal. I mean, some people might okay. have a fetish for it, but I would say the majority of guys that I know don't think it's the end all be all really that they don't really give a shit about it
2: right i don't think it was all that great and you know it doesn't feel particularly better than anything else and honestly yeah. i think it's more intense when there's like direct sucking on the head and that kind of stuff totally where there's you know tongues moving around and it's mm-hmm. just much more intense and direct
3: mm-hmm.
2: and uh, the deep throating stuff i think is overrated but anyway um and just kind of a note about the deep throating i did actually get deep throated the first time i had a BJ last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so and that that was great but that woman it made it great just because she was so into it and made me feel amazing because of just how sensual she was it was a different kind of experience than Uh this one Uh this one was just more of hey you know let's get this condom on and get us going here it really wasn't a sensual like i'm really into this kind of experience
1: right and that probably that other one by that other woman if she didn't deep throat you it probably would have been just as good because she was just oh absolutely you know what i'm saying it wasn't the deep throating that was good right that she was so into blowing you right
2: Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so this girl, though, was as,
1: hot, and you were attracted to her, right?
2: Right. She was very sexy, very sensual. That, that, that part was great. And this girl, the escort that I hired, was also very sexy. She had a great body, like I said, but she wasn't, like, as sensual. She was very reassuring and kind of encouraging on, on you know, like I said, trying to help mm-hmm. me feel like a man and, mm-hmm. you know, do, do all that kind of stuff, which was great. But it was definitely a different experience than the first time I had anything like that. Mm-hmm. So she gets the condom on and uh, bends over on all fours, which is one of my favorite positions that I hardly ever get to do. And um, so I fucked her doggy style and as soon as I got my cock inside of her pussy, she started, you know, doing the whole thing, which makes me think it was kind of a show, but that I understand, it's fine. Um, you know, she was moaning and telling me how good it was and how, what a nice cock I had (laughs) and all, I mean, all of that stuff. Right. So, you know, you laugh and I, I, you know, I get it. It's kind of cliche and cheesy, but whatever. So as a first experience with sex with someone else other than my wife, it it was okay. It could have been a lot worse Mm -hmm. and I think it went pretty well, um, it, it felt good. The view was amazing. She, she had a, a great body again. It was great to do doggy style that first time.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And, um, you know, I, I don't think I lasted very long,
3: mm-hmm.
2: which made me kind of feel pathetic, but you know, it had been a while and I don't get this kind of thing often. So I'm not beating myself up over it. Right. But you know, it, it was, it was pretty intense and you know, it was a quick in and out thing. And on the way home from that, you know, it was kind of like on cloud nine. I was feeling good. I had a new experience, and I was kind of worried if I would feel really guilty about it.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And surprisingly, to, to me anyway, I really didn't.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And I think the rationale behind that is, you know, so many years, almost two decades of being neglected and ignored, um, I'm kind of giving myself you know, a free pass, right? You know, there's things I want to do. I don't want to be an old man full of regret. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: So I need to have some experiences is basically the deal. So that was the first time. Mm -hmm. And like I said, it went pretty good. And then uh, the day or so went by and I thought, you know what? I It was okay, but I don't know if I want to keep doing this. So I thought, well, let me try it again and mm-hmm. see if I can find somebody who's maybe more sensual and more into it and not just a quick, you know, hello, John, in and out kind of deal, you know, somebody that would be a little more able to take care of me in the ways that I kind of wanted this thing to go. Mm-hmm. So I found another girl, and uh, we met the next day. Same thing in Escort. It was even pretty much the same price. I think it was like 120 or $140, and um, that one was really close to home. Uh, which was great because that, I thought to myself, could be a nice option. If she's always in the area, then I could maybe go after work or, you know, it, being near, near home was a good idea because then I, I wouldn't need to be out super long or late, wouldn't mm-hmm. need to come up with crazy excuses or anything. I could just go and have a session and be done with it. So that girl also was pretty hot. She wasn't quite as slender as the first girl, which is fine, though, I'm not super picky about that. And, um, she also was a little bit more sensual than the first girl, uh, and reminded me a little bit of the woman that I met the first time who actually gave me my first blow job. Uh-huh. but it still wasn't the same. It was still like a rushed in and out, you know, let's get this over with kind of thing. She moved with me though. She, you know, I, I, it was a doggy style thing again. So I kind of just stood up on my knees and she fucked me just sitting there for a little bit, which was kind of nice. And, you know, I I don't really get that either. So that was a new experience for me. But again, you know, I come and then it's, Oh, okay, you're done. Let's get out of here. It's over, Mm -hmm. which feels very empty and shallow. And I don't like that. I would, you know, and actually I met that girl again a second time just a few weeks ago and this time, I took my time with her. I asked her if I could give her a massage, so she lay down on her stomach, and I was giving her a massage on her back. And then I, you know, slipped my cock inside of her from behind and kept giving her a massage and tried to drag it out a little bit more so it was a little more, you know, drawn out and enjoyable for me in terms mm-hmm. of giving something mm-hmm. back, but. Again, I just keep feeling like this is not what I'm after. It's empty. It's not. It's fake, you know. And I can want smell the, the real fake deal. a mile away. Totally. Uh-huh. I want the real deal. I want to be wanted so bad. You want to find a
1: real girl on Craigslist that's looking for some side action, like a friends with benefit. What you were always looking for in the past, but a girl that will you. This at this point, you want somebody that you could actually have sex with, because you have found people online on craigslist all the women that you gave the naked massages that you were fingering that you were sending sex videos to like those were all women you found on craigslist right that's right right yeah. so you and want to find are, that are girl
3: there mm-hmm.
2: i would love to but my issue is i've never been able to find one locally who is interested in like a long-term ongoing thing because i don't want to do this once and never see the person again i don't want a string of lovers you know i just want to find Like one person, this probably sounds crazy, like a monogamous friends with benefits kind of thing. But (laughs) No, you sound like a girl.
1: Like that's how what I used to always do. I would have like very (laughs) monogamous long-term booty call. Like I was always a monogamous. I would pick one guy that I wanted to have sex with if I was single and because I wanted, you know, and I would just always just screw him and I didn't care who he was with, but I would want, you know, I wanted to know where my thing was coming from and I wanted one person.
2: Right. And for me, it's just a matter of, you know, I want to get to know the person. I want to actually be friends and not just, Mm -hmm. you know, sex and be done and never talk. You know, and
1: it's and not I want hard it to, to be find. Like... like you're like like literally like that's what women. That's the kind of friends with benefit that most w- benefits that most women are looking for, and they find it very hard to find because most men don't want that. I would say ninety nine point nine percent of the men would never want what you're I looking believe for. It. So you know, if you could find that girl, like she'd be very lucky, and then you might find five of her friends that want to jump on the bandwagon <laughs> because there's a lot of you, girls. I just want to get laid you know what i mean but they don't they they need certain things and it needs to be exactly right for women and most guys don't understand what it is that they need and it's like what you're looking for is exactly what the girl wants (laughs) so it's
2: funny you say that because i've had a couple of girls that i've talked to from craigslist who uh seem interested and then i start chatting with them about what i want and then they don't believe me And they end up being like, "I'm getting a weird vibe from this. You know, this can't be real. See ya." And then they just yeah, because
1: they just exactly because it's not. I just told you, ninety nine point nine percent of guys would never. It does. It's totally sounds bizarre. It doesn't sound real, right? They think you're gonna like show up and like kill them, and you're just giving them telling them what they want to hear. I know you're telling yeah, the truth because you're on my show anonymously, and what do you? What's why would you be lying? You know what I mean? But like, right. those girls totally think you're full of shit, and I get, I get why they feel that way because it's very not guy like to, to sort of go about looking for meaningless, meaningless sex the way you are, and what you're looking for. Right, and for I was common,
2: and I was. Yeah, and I was listening to your shows with um, Sarah recently.
1: Which one was and, Sarah? You know,
2: she was looking for that. Was the one that went with Well Hung Will?
1: Oh yeah, Sarah. Well, does she live by you? I forget where she's from, and I don't really know where anyone's really from, kind of. But I'm just <laughs> Sarah. It would, yeah, I don't.
2: Uh-huh. I don't think we're anywhere nearby. Oh okay. So it's probably you know not an option, but um you know she sounded like a lot like me she reminded me a lot of what i'm looking for Mm -hmm. and if i could find that like she found what well she sort of found what she wanted but no she totally
1: didn't find what she wanted it didn't work it wasn't what it wasn't ideal she wanted long she wanted that big cock multiple times not just once
2: yeah so you know, I'm stuck in that same situation. At this point, I just can't find what I want, and I don't want to keep paying for sex. And you know, I'm already the guy whose wife doesn't want him, right? So I don't want to keep having to be like, well, you know, if I if I want to get these kind of experiences, I got to go pay for it because mm-hmm. I can't get it. You know, it just makes me feel like a lame loser, and that's no fun either.
1: Right, I totally get it. I like I have a lot of guy friends, right, and I have like guy friends who are married that are looking for. Uh, Some side action, and there's one in particular that I, in particular that I remember. He has a lot of money, like a lot of cash, and he's very good looking, and he's but he's got a wife who he's in love with, but she's like kind of nuts, and she never likes to have sex. So he's like, would always be like, you know what I want? I want like a woman who I could just like meet in a hotel room and I could like fuck her. He's like, but then I want to cuddle and I want her to like, tell me how great I am. You know what I mean? And he's so, it's like kind of like the same thing. Like he really, he needs that extra stuff too, you know? But what you're looking for on top of that is somebody is one person like you won't even ch- you know you want that like you know that constant sort of action and maybe there are other guys that are like that that have a wife you know they just want to know where they're getting it from they want to really believe it maybe you're like i'm trying now that i'm thinking about it the guy that i'm saying is like wants that he kind of wants what you want too so uh, maybe it's 98 percent of guys are that way,
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: And you know, I'm open to a bunch of different scenarios too. It's not just that. You know, I would love to find a couple like the first couple I met and just never really went that far with. Mm-hmm. If I could find a a cool couple that was into like the hot wife or the wife sharing thing, that
1: was oh, you could find, could find that. that. You could find that. So w- well, locally, you don't you just are living like a vanilla area. <laughs> you wouldn't
2: think so i live in an urban area but the you problem live in a city online yeah and i and when i look online i don't really see any options and i don't do the club and bar scene so right. for me to try to find somebody you know how do you i don't even know how to go about that
1: right you i think people have affairs with people that they work with people that you know it's like it's that kind of a situation Mm -hmm. yeah totally if you can't go out to bars and stuff and like hook up that way unless you start being creepy and like hitting on girls in like coffee shops and stuff I can't stand that like it just I just need to tell all my listeners if you're a guy like just don't go hit on girls like in broad daylight on the street or in a car. I find that really irritating, and I just think that it's creepy and weird.
2: <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. That is creepy. Even Guys do do I it,
1: though. Do They're like, I don't know. It's so weird. <laughs> so, yeah. If well, you're like, where are you going like to hit on girls?
3: Apologize.
2: Why? I feel like I need to apologize for other guys' behavior all the time because, honestly, I get why women are so cautious and <laughs> jaded about men sometimes because they really are pathetic, desperate losers, and I get it. I totally get it. It's just frustrating because you know, they ruin it for the rest of us. So here I am. I'm a legitimate, genuine person
3: mm-hmm. trying to
2: find something I think there are people out there who would want but getting connected with them is the problem.
1: Yeah, but yeah, but it's not it's not because other guys are douchebags. It's that you can't go out to bars, you're not single. If you were single and you were out in the field and you're halfway good looking, what are you on a scale of one to ten? I forgot. What was that? What are you on a scale of one to ten? Looks wise again, I forget.
2: I'd say like a seven and a half, maybe okay. eight. Okay.
1: So you're a decent, solid looking guy, right? So you could walk in a bar and pick yeah. up some checks. Okay. You would have no problem yeah. doing it. It's not like the state of affairs that's keeping you from finding this. It's your situation. Right it's the fact that you're married, it's the fact that you can't go out at night, it's the fact that, like, you know, you're, like, so where else are you gonna look? You could, but this is too risky, like, the the problem is, like, you can't go on a regular dating site, even, like, uh, even that, like, because I would say you could do that, people. that's where people pick up people all the time, but your wife, her friends, your cousins, your mom's sister's brother's aunt, like, you don't know who the fuck is on there that knows you and is gonna see your face, like, so you can't do that either, so you're kind of Sure. screwed, you know.
2: I am, yeah, you have and that's to, been my experience for sure.
1: But you have, because I know that we discussed this in via email that you wanted to talk about, like, how you've been successful on Craigslist getting women, right? You have found right. women in the past. I mean, if only you met those girls now because in the past, those you did get girls to like totally get it on with you. And that's very rare. I'm always talking about how you can't find women on Craigslist to like do that kind of shit with you. And you did, you got multiple women to literally strange women that don't like you were total strangers to them to come over, meet you at a hotel, get totally naked and have you give them a massage and finger them. Like normally people pay for that. It's called a happy ending. You know what I mean? Right. You were, you yep. were doing and it the opposite, and you were finding real women that were into it.
2: Right. And Why I can't think the reason that, that anymore? they were so open to it? Yeah. Well, because I think it's the area. Because oh, right. That, you at found this while traveling. In New York, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, it was all while traveling. You know, I was in different places, all over the place, you know, going to areas where they just have more people that are looking online. And I guess because I'm kind of in the South and there's really not as many people online mm-hmm. even though it's crazy because i live in a big multi-university city area mm-hmm. but you know i just can't i can't find anybody that wants what i want locally most most couples just want another girl
3: mm-hmm. and
2: most of the girls are not looking online for what they want so right totally just tough
1: Yeah. What about adult friend finders? I used to advertise on there all the time. I just got off of that for some reason because it's not hard for me to find people anymore. Like I have a lot of people emailing me directly, so I don't really need it. But I used to be on there and there's a lot of like if, you know, all the freaky people that are into like, like, like stuff that's a little bit more hardcore, like the couples that would want a guy. You know what I mean? Like those people are on adult friend finders. You ever try that?
2: I did try them. I did try them a couple years ago, and Mm -hmm. I paid for an account several times, and I kept an account there for probably over a year. Mm -hmm. And I did chat with a few people there, but Mm -hmm. honestly, there weren't very many. People local. There were maybe a hundred local listings. Oh, that's and that not a it. lot, right? And most of those people, I mean, they never really logged in. They didn't respond. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally, totally. It was just a huge, you know, money pit, and I just gave up on that. Okay, now, but is there
1: a place? Thing, six, I did have a, yeah, sorry. You say, go on. You were going to say something where you were successful. Well,
2: I, I do. Yeah, I do have a little bit of success with an app called Whisper where you can post and anonymous things and other people can respond and you can chat and that kind of stuff. And I do end up meeting some girls on there and Mm -hmm. we'll chat for a little bit, maybe exchange some pictures. But most of the time, again, they're not local. They're from other States. Mm -hmm. So I keep an eye on like the local thing there. If somebody's posting something like, Hey, I'm looking for an FWB or, you know, talking about threesomes or something and I'll post some ads there and occasionally chat with someone. But, um again it's more of a, a local issue. There's really nobody around. So in when my you go area. on the
1: on Craigslist in your area, do you put ads yourself as well as look at ads from women? Do you do
3: both? I
2: do. And when you and when I use Craigslist, that's the only way it really works because for a guy who's looking for something, you have to number one, be more than just a one line, hey, how you doing? Are you there? Are you still looking? That's what? lame. Nobody responds to that. Um, so I'm kind of a word nerd and will respond in detail and tell people about myself, send some sample photos that are not obscene. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not the dick pic guy. You know, I don't do that. And, you know, just try to help them get to know me and what I'm looking for. And then if I'm responding to their ad, I'll kind of comment about what they said and hope that they respond sometimes they do sometimes they don't right Um, but it takes a lot of patience i post ads hardly ever get a response except for scams and spammers
3: right um
2: but usually the responses i get are from when someone else posts something and then i reply to them because i'm probably one of the very few guys who's actually sending them a a complete sentence that (laughs) actually helps them understand who i am and what i'm looking for and probably proves that I'm not just some scam or or
1: freak totally just, same thing you know, right exactly same thing's dude. happening, yeah, same thing's happening in their inbox too, as well as I think a lot of the times, or they're just getting like right. real creepy creepsters that maybe would murder them. I don't know, I'd be a little nervous to go on Craig'slist to find the funny a guy. thing is i've I-
2: yeah, and the funny thing is I've had guys that respond to my ads and post on Whisper and stuff like that <laughs> mm-hmm. who are like, dude, you should try this, you know, try OkCupid and try blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I'm like, ah, but that's one more thing I have to sign up for and I have to remember the profiles I made and passwords. And, you know, it just gets to be a little out of control. Yeah,
1: but OkCupid, first of all, is free. So and it's very easy. You don't have to put right much on that website. I, I actually liked it. I was on there for like a second yeah,
2: I tried it, and again, nobody local.
1: But how could you do that locally? Aren't you afraid to put, or do you not put your picture up until you start talking to somebody? Like, how can you put your picture up locally? No, I,
2: yeah, I wouldn't put my picture up until recently, and then I started to do that when I tried some of these apps, like OkCupid and stuff like that.
1: You did? And In your local I town? Did.
2: Yeah. You're I did. crazy. It's kind of stupid, but... Yeah,
1: I'm going to call you crazy, Phil, crazy Craigslist, Phil, because <laughs> you're like looking to get divorced. OK, because how doesn't your wife have friends, a family like are you out of your mind?
2: You well, it's kind ab- of a, a, a you, it's a unique social bubble. I don't think that there's really any risk of that. You're uh, You're but, wrong. You know, you're it could
1: happen. so wrong. You're crazy. You To put your face as a married man on a, like a website, dating a regular vanilla website in your local area, looking with your pick is crazy. I I highly don't recommend that.
2: Well, I did take some security precautions with that. Usually when I would go ahead and put a face picture on there, it would be something where I was in sunglasses and not super obviously recognizable oh my god you're out
1: of your anyone so that knows you knows you in sunglasses i wear sunglasses all the time and my baby knows exactly who i am okay like it doesn't move sunglasses well don't... but i also i also
2: made it though so that you had to be a member and logged in to to see it you it doesn't matter everybody's a member I,
1: everyone's a member now it's free <laughs> it's free i'm just telling you you're thing. not on it anymore are you like the, listen I just could ask you this question that you could just answer me. Yes or no. Is there any part of you, even 1% that wishes that you could just like leave your wife and like have a new life?
2: Yes, definitely. Okay.
1: Well, that's the part of you that posted yourself on ok Cupid. that little naughty <laughs> part of you that wishes your whole marriage would be sabotaged and you could just get the fuck out okay and maybe you're like it's your dick is like that's that's your dick talking okay because that is just like welcoming uh, you know uh, a a major problem you know and maybe listen sometimes that's what i think that's like a subconscious thing that you did because Anybody that was 150% like I'm never leaving my wife like would never put their face on a on a dating website in their local area. Right. Do you know what I mean? I
2: know. It wasn't a smart move and I, I don't leave it up long and I took it down pretty quick. So right. I, I don't think anybody saw it and nobody said anything. No, obviously again, not. I, I understand what you're saying. You got away with it. Yeah,
1: I think it's a little deeper than that. I don't think it was just dumb. I think it was some part of you that wishes it could get out. Do you know what I mean? And we all have like different parts it, it of ourselves. It is. It I totally believe.
2: is. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think she would leave me. So part of me wonders, you know, maybe <laughs> if something like that happened and I got discovered,
3: mm-hmm. maybe
2: that would be the motivation needed to really See. kick some butt and get some things moving or changed. I don't know.
1: Right. That maybe she <laughs> let you go down on her. Like, what's your guy? What's her? Be- so she's just like super vanilla. Like, do you think I wish like we could get her on the phone? Because what if she has this secret life where she's doing all this crazy sex stuff behind your back what are Uh the odds i wish i know you do right it's so weird because she she, literally make
2: a great nun
1: seriously
2: it's it's bad i mean no sexy slang terms no sex talks no but does she ever okay does she have
1: orgasms when you fool around
2: Well, that's the thing. She is fairly easily orgasmic. I mean, I can get her to come in like two minutes from Mm -hmm. either hands or mouth. And, Mm -hmm. you know, on the rare occasion, she'll let me go down on her. And Mm -hmm. it's not long. It's not hard. Mm -hmm. But she just never wants it. She has no desire. She doesn't do foreplay, you know. Let me
1: ask you this question. Is she on the pill?
2: Nope. She used to be about... 10 years ago but it hasn't been in quite a long time. Okay,
1: cuz a lot of times the, the the pill these poor guys they put their girls on the pill and they don't understand it's like the worst thing you could do. Girls get they become yeah. mental patients, they don't want to have sex, they don't like, you know, they cry for right. no reason and it's like the pill, get them off the pill. Like it's not good for yeah, women, I've read ugly, about especially that. when they're and younger. I,
3: I, yeah. Right. You and know, and I I can it can affect people. You know, we mm-hmm. got off of it.
1: Okay, I was so, hoping
2: it would make a difference, but it really didn't.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. I wonder what her problem is. Do you think she's like kind of repressed because of the religion?
2: It could be. I think she's very repressed and very um, uh, damaged from the upbringing she had. Mm-hmm. It's just a really hard-to-describe situation.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But I, the thing is, I get it. I understand why she is the way she is. So I, I'm, I'm a compassionate guy. I don't want to just leave her and send her back to that life. I get it, and I I sympathize, but on the other hand, it's driving me nuts, and I can't – this is not sustainable.
1: Yeah, no, not at all, because what you're really like, eventually you're going to start looking for another wife. Like, you know, every, every time you're looking for more and more. Right. And basically what you're doing is like right. looking for someone to replace her. And maybe if you yeah. found that person and you really like them, maybe you would. I don't know. And I, would that necessarily be a terrible thing? I don't know. Maybe it would be good for both of you. Who knows? You know what I mean? I don't yeah. think just because people I, get I divorced to be- it's a bad thing.
2: Yeah, and I used to be a really possessive guy. I mean, mm-hmm. I was the you know one woman, you know, you're mine, that kind of thing mm-hmm. years and years ago.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And you know, at this point, after what I've been through, I'm like totally open to sh- wife sharing. And like, if I could, I would totally let other guys fuck her. I would, you know, be into couple swapping and all- swinging and all that stuff. I- I'm- I've totally gotten over that because of the way that she's treated me sexually.
1: So do you so, do you think it's you that know, you feel I'm, that I'm way because open. do you think okay let me ask you this though you think you feel that way because you're not into her is that what you mean or because you're so frustrated that it opened you up so much sexually and made you become so much more open that you'd be open to it or did you just say yeah, it's because it's a... you don't like her anymore enough to really give a shit. <laughs>
2: It's probably uh, most of the first two and maybe a tiny bit of the last
3: Mm -hmm. because
2: I do care. You know, I choose to stay in this situation and I do like my life that I have with her, except for the sexual part. Um, But at this point, I mean, it's just like I I think that just the being neglected and being desperate and ignored has just made me bitter and resentful. And I just at this point, I really don't care. You know, Mm -hmm. I do care, but I, I don't care if that makes any sense.
1: Of course. You care about the life that you have. You have a history there. You care about all that. It's like it would maybe be like you would say that phrase, like, I I love her, but I don't like her. Right. You know, because it's like. a Right.
2: Exactly. That
1: kind of a thing. I mean, how long have you guys been together for?
2: Almost 20 years.
1: Oh, my God. How old are you and how old is she again? I don't remember for some reason.
2: Mid 30s.
1: Right. Is there any way she's going through, like, perimenopause early or something? Like, is she mid-30s, like, 35, or is she mid-30s, like, 37?
2: Uh, 36.
1: Oh, she's 36. She, something's going on with her unless she's repressed, but it's like, if she was repressed, I would feel like she wouldn't even be able to orgasm. The fact that she could orgasm... It's it's, all
2: in her head. Yeah, it's weird, though, that, like, she can
1: orgasm, and she knows how great it is, right? And she could do that fast. Yet she doesn't and choose she to do that. I oh mean, yes, I got remember. A lot of I now I remember. Yeah. yeah, I mean if I could squirt, I'd potential. be squirting all the time. <laughs> I can't
2: that's another <laughs> thing so I am jealous. I, I'm, I'm not even kidding. She's got a lot of potential and I kind of hope I'm around still when she does come around and embraces her sexuality because I'd love to see it.
1: Do you think that (laughs) like, do you ever like, do you think that maybe she like has like a, like in her own mind, maybe she like jerks off and like pleasures herself secretly and sort of lets loose that way because, I mean, how could you know how good sex is and how good an orgasm feels? Because it really is like amazing, right? How could you know it that is. and not be really interested in the fact that she comes really easily? Do you think maybe she does like a lot of like maybe she's really into masturbating and that's the only way she feels free? I
3: wish.
1: No, but she no, would do I it
3: privately. It
1: could you put up cameras? camera? Well, Look at your browser. Look at her thing. browser history. Have you ever?
2: <laughs> we talked about it, yeah. I, and maybe that's one, you know, something I should do sometime. But I'm, I'm pretty sure that's not the case. And the reason being is we talked a lot about that early on in our relationship, and she would never masturbate. Yeah, but never she, but she, she might never good.
1: tell you Nothing. that. To, okay, let me ask you this, Craigslist Bill. Just Wait, hold on. I have a point to make. If I was talking to her, okay, and I said to her, like, you know, if you don't screw your husband. He might go on Craigslist and start massaging women and finger them, and then he might actually buy a hooker. Like, what would she say? I'm sure she'd say the same thing. Like, no, I know him. Like, he would never do that. Like, I just think that, like, you know what I mean? Like, he's not he's not cheating on me. But like, some people are secretive. I that's what my whole show is about. Okay, like I had a guy on I recently it. that was stealing cucumbers and from his refrigerator and shoving them up his ass while his wife was in the other room. Okay. <laughs> No, it's fine. It's like, that's what people are doing. People just, regular people are like getting themselves off secretly and privately because they feel uncomfortable and they're quote unquote repressed for, you know, sometimes it's the repressed because like for him, he wasn't repressed. It was just that like, he's sort of like this, the, the stuff that he didn't feel comfortable telling his wife about, right? Maybe somebody didn't want to know that he liked anal stuff, you know, but then there's somebody like your girl that might really have thoughts about sex that she was really into, but she can never express them. So she does it secretly. I have people like this on my show all the time. You just don't know.
2: Well, I wish that that was the case, but I'm very, very convinced it's not, because I've tried to enable her to do that. I've begged her to do it. I've written her letters about it. I've bought her toys to help her do it. She yeah, won't maybe, toys. No, I'm she talking, never She it. might
1: only be able to let herself Be free and go to those places alone. That's all I'm saying. I'm not. I I know she doesn't want to do it with you. I know that. Okay, that's not what I'm like saying. No, she doesn't want
2: to do it at all. Like she, you don't know. You're not with her twenty
1: four hours a day. I don't know. Do a little investigation. do it a little in Start looking at her browser history. Like, I don't know. Try to f- find out. I'm hoping she has a freak flag for your favor. Your- I'm just trying to find hope in your situation, okay? There is a possibility, <laughs> Phil. Okay, I'm just telling you. You just don't know. And I only say this because I've had so many people call up my show that are doing these secret things. And I just, you know, so... I find it really hard to believe that somebody wouldn't, but I think if, listen, if it's going to be anyone, it's going to be a woman over a man. Like, if it was a man, I'd be, like, no fucking way. He's definitely jerking off in the other room thinking about shit, right? But a woman, like, you know, I've had girlfriends that, like, have sort of said stuff like that and were really repressed, and I really believed them, too. But I just, I always have that part of me that thinks, like, there's no way. And that's probably a projection because I've always liked sex, and I could never imagine not living... uh, out my stuff in real life and if i didn't want to do it in real life the stuff that i wasn't ever comfortable doing in real life i would think about it on my own and get off you know so i can't imagine that somebody else would do it but like i said that might just be a projection but i think that there is a chance you don't know okay
3: that this girl i I can accept that
1: yeah and she could never let you know about it because it would literally like it would, you know, because she's like probably in denial about it. There could be a chance. I don't well, know. Well, she has.
2: Well, let me tell you, she has. She's written, you know, like I've encouraged her to do it. I, I told her it turns me on and I'd love to watch her do it. And I said, even if that doesn't happen, please do it yourself anytime you want. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I, I want you to do it. And, you know, there have been a couple of times over, you know, almost 20 years that she said, hey, I just want to let you know, I was thinking about us today and, you know, whatever her little innocent terms for describing it were like, you know, I started touching myself or something generic Mm and, you know, clinical. Right. So she has done it and she has told me. But yeah, but it's, she's, I can but count she's one telling. Hand.
1: Okay. Yeah, of course. Because those are the times she jerked off and thought about you. Okay. Maybe there's a hundred times that she's jerked off and thought about crazy things. Maybe a black man, maybe a woman, maybe a fucking goat. I, wish. I don't know. You just don't know. Okay. So, like, that's all I'm saying. I know. As a, who I jerks it. off I about their it. partner? I mean, that's such a waste of jerking off. Like, why don't you just go get the real thing? You're in the other room. Okay. Jerking off is for shit that you can't do in real life. That's how I feel. Like, I right. mean, what a waste of a fucking jerk off session. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, what is she thinking about you yeah. for? That's so lame. But maybe that's where <laughs> she started out. But I just think that she might be thinking of other naughty things that she could never tell you. OK, you just don't. No, and I say this because you can well, have a 136 I, people on my show So at at this point now. You're the 136th yeah. episode, okay, if I air this this week. Well, and that's why I say she
2: has so much potential because she told me she had an experience as a kid with another girl that was sort of sexual in nature where there might have been some touching and whatever going on. Mm-hmm. And she was just in tears and felt so guilty and repressed about it. I mean, I just don't think this is the personality type that's going to go and have all these secret things going on. I mean, I, I, well, get if she was going to do it, it, it would be secret.
1: If it, she was good. I yeah. just feel like she would, it would be secret because listen, look at how repressed you are like in your life. Like when you're repressed, it still boils over. Like you for a long time were very anti, like having sex with somebody but you eventually did it because you got so frustrated don't you think like like every now and then she gets so horny that she jerks off and probably thinks about that girl that she fooled around with and fucking loves it and then she feels terrible about it and prays to god and goes to sleep like you just i'm sure that happens it's possible yeah
2: i would love that if that was the case
1: yeah you gotta like I, I wish you had I do you have it. any do you have like any baby monitors left over in the closet that you could put up and like stalker i mean i don't i don't yeah. know like like and I find out I, I only want you to do that i would never do that to somebody and i wouldn't even think it's for you to do it i want you to do that for me for the show <laughs> i want to <laughs> know if I'm, i am you know what i mean like i don't i don't i'm not saying you should do that as her husband I I want you to do it for the show, and I want you to call me and tell me that I'm right because I just have this feeling that you just don't know. Maybe she's secretly gay and she's just, it could never face that. Do you know what I mean? Well, I
2: I think that's part of it. She's at least got like some bi curiosity going on there. I mean, Mm -hmm. if she had experiences as a kid and feels bad about it, there's obvious, and, you know, scientifically, there's a normal level of same-sex attraction anyway. Totally. Uh So, come on. I mean, she just beats herself up over any kind of sexual desire and is afraid to embrace it. Right. So, I I get it, and I understand, and that's fine, but I would really love to see some progress and not just excuses.
1: Right. And listen, for the sake of this podcast and for the sake of you know, where you're at, and what you're going through, it doesn't matter if she's jerking off and thinking about all these naughty things because she's doing it privately and you're not included. And so it doesn't change your situation. Right. So who cares? Right. <laughs> I just want to know from my own. And, thing.
2: and that's the funny thing too. Uh-huh. Like I'm open to all the wife sharing stuff and you know, have another guy's fucker. And if th- if that was the case and she was doing something without me, I wouldn't mind except in the one specific scenario If she was doing stuff she wouldn't do with me with someone else,
1: Mm -hmm. that would hurt. Right, right. I don't think I would, you know, I would not think that she's out there doing like what you're doing with other people. I think if anything, if anything, she is doing it with herself and her in the farthest part of her mind. You know, when no one's around and, right. you know, who knows, you know, um, sure. I would, there's no way she's doing it with other people. And you have a long way to go to think that she's going to start swinging with you. <laughs> this is a oh, woman yeah, that, I know. That's a delusion. Yeah. I can't even, like, you know, I mean, maybe if she ever like bursted her bubble and like came on the other side, she would be more like you. You know, which is like, because you're such a, like, even the way you talk and everything, like, I feel like you seem so proper and so vanilla yourself, right? Yet you're so open-minded and into a lot of different things sexually that a lot of maybe regular people wouldn't be, you know what I mean? And you seem like probably the type that wouldn't. So maybe she's the same way, and I don't know, but I think that that's, you know, you're not sort of, Matt, like, in life, if you guys were, like, on a path you know, you're like way ahead of her. She's and I don't know that she's ever going to catch up with you on that path. Do you know what I mean? Right. Because she's got some yep. issues and you don't have them. And you're like going full like you keep going forward on that path and she's just like in the same place. You know? Right. And that's yep. a that right. could be a problem down the line. You know, you've been with her for 20 years. How old are you guys? Oh, you're mid 30s, right? Yeah. And and let me ask you this. And that's my worry is, yeah. you know, once the
2: kids grow up and move out, then what?
1: Then then you guys could leave each other or you could become swingers. I mean, what? because probably if, <laughs> if, if that's not going to happen, you're going to leave her. I think you might leave her if like you ever found somebody that you were really compatible with, that you really liked as a person that was like really into sex. And I think if you found that and you realize how great that could be, and maybe your kids were a little older and you didn't feel like you were going to ruin their lives. Like, why wouldn't you leave?
2: That's what I'm thinking, yeah.
1: You know what I mean? I mean, we'll why see. not? Why is yeah. life meant to... Listen, I believe in marriage. I think it's great when people are committed and there's something to say in that. And Especially when you have kids. You know what I mean? And I think it's... Sure. Uh, you know but i think it's difficult but i also think that when people get divorced it's so weird how everyone thinks divorce is such like a terrible thing you know sometimes it's like not everybody's right. meant to stay in each other's lives for their whole life like even if you guys parted ways tomorrow you were together for 20 years that's a really long time and that's something to be proud of right. but sometimes people go in different directions it's very rare i think personally that you're going to find one person you know to to walk in the same path with you and stay at the same place and always be on the same page for your whole life. And I think that's what right. it should be. So, you know, maybe in 10 more years, you you there won't be any coming back. And you will go and divorce her. And that's not a bad thing. That'll be okay. You'll have a whole new life. You know? And, and her, too. Sure. Her, too. Maybe she'll go date a, a lesbian. Like, you don't know. Like, we don't know, you know, what could right. be. And, you know, time will tell. Yeah,
2: that's true. So what would you suggest for me then? And what's your advice for my situation right now? Okay, right now,
1: I'll tell you. For sure, you have to make a decision. If you don't want to leave her anytime soon, okay, you have to... Uh, be much safer because you have to figure that out first because I believe, and I've said this before in my podcast, like if you start like, it's like, I'll give you the example of like a job. You know, most people that like get fired from their job, like they were talking about hating their job for a long time. And it's like you like attract it to yourself when you start putting that out there, right? So if you're thinking a lot about like you just wish you'd leave her and then you're doing this shit and like you could have a really bad situation because I think that if you're going to leave, your wife and your kids you want to leave it with your head held up high five or ten years from now because the marriage isn't working you don't want to leave it because you're doing like crazy things on craigslist like your wife would be horrified your children like forget about it it would be very bad oh yeah do you know what i mean right so you have to so i really believe that if you have a hundred percent committed to staying with your wife and you get in that mindset You could do your business and you're not going to get caught. But if there's a a little part of yourself that keeps thinking that you resent her and, uh, you know, you might wind up sabotage. That's what sabotage is all about, because that part of you, like I said, will be naughty and will do things to kind of fuck you up. So first, you need to get your head on straight. Okay, you need to figure out what you want to do. You need to say, okay, okay, I'm staying in this relationship, and I'm gonna do it because I, I'm gonna. That's it, right? And forget about your resentment with her and everything. And you're gonna go get what she doesn't give you with is just sex on the side, okay? You figure that out, or you still don't know, and you still, and you know, and you might be calling me up six months from now because your wife found out, and that'll make a great podcast. But if you don't want that podcast, <laughs> okay, and you want the next podcast yeah. to be like you found the greatest like girl to, who just fuck you you know, who's married, I think you just got to keep doing what you're doing, and eventually you will find somebody. I think that the hookers are okay. Listen, I think if you use the same one, and maybe you found the right one, um, there could be a friendship that develops. You know how many emails I've gotten off of Craigslist from guys who... I mean, it never goes really well, and it's probably not the best person to have a, a a booty call with, but, like, how many guys have told me that they were sleeping with, that they were hiring an escort, and then they started dating them? Like, it happens a lot of the times because a guy will use the same girl, and they do wind up yeah. becoming friends, and they do have something a little bit more real. Like, it does happen, you know? A lot of times, though, I get emails from these guys, and they tell me that there's, like, a lot of drama there. But, you know, maybe because you're not the drama guy that you might wind up finding that one, like, escort out there that's, like, a normal girl that's, like, doing this because she's a little fucked up, right? And then you start talking to her, and you're, like, a really nice guy, and maybe she winds up feeling safe with you, and she starts opening up, you know, if you use the same one, Yeah. You know, and then you could get a little bit more of what you want, and then eventually she stops charging you because you don't want to keep paying for that, right? So no, I, think, no I, I,
2: can't, I don't have that in my budget. <laughs> no, I
1: think in the meantime, so you don't, like, get so frustrated and you hate your wife, I think you should continue with the escorts. But try to find one when you're looking at the pictures that looks like she would be somebody that not only you'd want to fuck, but that you'd want to go out and have a cup of coffee with. Do you know what I mean? Fine, look okay. For that Okay. Yeah. Right? Look for, like, a nice okay. girl that you feel like you would be friends with, you know? And then you want right. to fuck her. And then... Give that a couple more tries. The other thing I would say is, you know, keep posting on Craigslist and keep looking because, listen, I go on there all the time, right, in the same places, and I'm always finding new people. It happens all the time. You just have to keep at it. sure. You know, and in the meantime, what you could maybe do is have some virtual stuff. You have the hook. You know, you have to, like, do what you you, you have to do to get yourself off, right? Do the escort thing. Yeah, maybe sure. Do the virtual thing. Um. And and that's it. You know, you're not like there's there's a lot. There's not a lot of options. You did adult front finders. And I would say that a lot of people told me that they don't find real people on there. Um, I think Craigslist yeah. is your best bet. Listen, I've had women on my show that have gone out and did shit on craigslist like i found a, plenty of women on craig like a couple of my women so there are women out there you know it's just like sure. like they say with men like you just have to it's like they're like cabs you just have to be there when their light goes on it's like that's what you need for your girl you know what i mean you need to be there yeah. when that girl posts that ad when that person that's going to be right for you and i think that there's yeah. no reason why you can't find that you know, eventually it just takes some time. It takes every time for everyone. What you're looking for is like, it's like when someone's looking for the one, you know, it's harder to find than just like the easy thing, you know, because it's something long lasting. It's something that's really perfect. Those things are always a little bit harder to find.
2: Sure. And if you ever hear from anyone in like the Florida area, I'm sure you could hook me up, right? Oh, no, (laughs) let's,
1: I, no, but wait, okay. Do you want to give a little shout out? Where do you want to give up where you live? Like, are you South Florida?
2: Yeah, like South Florida, Central South Florida. Okay, so
1: Central South Florida. Listen, you know, people talk, make jokes about Florida all the time. Like, there's so many crazy women there, okay? Like, you should be able to find out. Okay, so listen up, Florida. There's a guy, okay, in Florida named Craigslist Phil. (laughs) He might tell you his real name. I don't (laughs) even know his real name, okay? But he is, like, the best friends with Benefit around like right like give your pitch to tell them what you're looking for and then they could email me and I'll put them in touch with you what would be be your ideal let's do this before we wrap up like what is the ideal woman that you're looking for
2: So my ideal would be like a a split. Like I said, I am interested in like the couple thing. So if there was a couple that wanted to do the hot wife scenario Mm -hmm. and wanted just one guy who was clean and reliable and, you know, a regular thing, Mm -hmm. that would be totally awesome. And, Mm -hmm. you know, if it was just a girl same kind of thing just some like a friends with benefits where it's not just you know no no no. what i mean with the
1: girl is like are you looking for someone because listen there might be some like milfs that are like 45 that are like married that they're you know they stay with their husband but they want some a piece of ass on the side you know like are you open to that like what would be your ideal thing do you want a woman who's around your age because you want to be friends with her like what are you looking for like that
2: well, I think my literal idea would be somebody in a similar situation, maybe like a you know a married mm-hmm. woman who's yeah. not satisfied yes. or something. Because I kind of w- I would like to help somebody. If I'm going to do this and explore, it would be kind of cool to be able to help someone else in a similar situation. But yeah, I, I listen, that's it's not only that. A tricky too.
1: No, it's not tricky. That's most likely where that's what Ashley Madison was all about. That's like what most likely you're going to find because any other girl that's totally single is going to start liking you and then get, put pressure on you to leave your wife. Okay. A woman who's married and taken as well is never going to give you that pressure. So that's really what you should be looking for. So that's a good Good point.
2: Mm -hmm. Yep, I didn't think of that. So so. someone married
1: that's maybe unhappy that's looking for a relationship that's like maybe looking for a guy that's a seven. She's got to be slender. You like skinnier girls. Right.
3: Yeah.
2: I mean, I'm not I'm not super picky. Like, I don't like bone skinny girls, but, you know, I don't I don't want a BBW either. Okay, cool. (laughs) No offense to the BBWs out there. But, you know.
1: Right. But you want to be monogamous. You want to be with that person. You're not looking to leave your wife anytime soon, but you're looking for a regular kind of scenario where you could have sex with this person. And you're really into pleasing a girl.
2: Right. Yeah, somebody who was, you know, adventurous and open-minded and wasn't going to be all inhibited and vanilla. Somebody to help me explore and share some first-time experiences. I mean, I think I have a lot to offer in some of these areas, and mm-hmm. I'll do anything. I mean, they can do anything to me. I, you know what? You want to to peg a guy? Hey, I'm open to trying it. I mean,
1: well, That's fuck you in the ass, right?
2: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I would try anything. I mm-hmm. just want to explore and have some experiences with someone who will enjoy that.
1: Okay, great. So when you say- so okay, so South Florida in the south flor- south or Central Florida, which one or is they close together
2: kind of close together,
1: okay, so they could be either in South Florida or Central Florida, it would work for you, right, yeah, okay, right. so if, so if there's any married women out there looking for some side action, I think Craig Lewisville is like <laughs> a safe kind of guy. You know you're not going to be chopped up and thrown in the gutter someplace. <laughs> like, you know, I think...
3: Definitely right? not.
1: Right? And uh you might find a nice, uh, a good friend and, and, uh, while yeah, you're at it, right?
3: That would be awesome.
2: Yeah. thank you Kathy (laughs) yeah thank you no thank
1: you for the update and I can't wait to uh, for our if things come in three so you have your third podcast so once we do another one you're going to have to do six so you know the next podcast I hope it's that you you know you you found that relationship and not that you got busted and your wife left you and everything's horrible stay safe I hope so that would be
2: awesome be smart
1: yeah okay oh totally I'm trying okay good luck and I'll keep you posted if I hear from anybody any girls great Okay. Thanks so much. Bye, Phil. Bye. Bye.
0: Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about? To anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you